This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Lift up your hands and say thank you, Lord Jesus. For about 30 seconds, I want you to just say something out of the depth of your heart. A word of worship, a word of adoration. Say thank you, Lord. You are the champion of the host above, the captain of my destiny. In you alone, I place my hopes. I place my trust because you never fail. You are faithful. Blessed be your name forevermore. I trust in you. I trust in you. <laughs> Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Welcome your neighbor to church this evening. Ask them how their day went. Tell them they can be wonderfully seated in the presence of God. Ah, hallelujah. Someone say amen. amen. I want us to read this evening from the book of Romans, chapter 14, verse 17. It's a very popular, a well-known verse of scripture. And I'm focused on the B part, but we're going to take the whole verse together. Let's go. But for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Let's take it again. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but is what? And, and, let's take it one more time. But I want us to shout those three words together when we get righteousness, peace, and joy. Let's take, let's take it one more time. For the kingdom of God and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Are you excited? One of the great signs of being a Christian, one of the ways you can tell that you're a child of God, is that from the day you get born again, you begin to discover this nature in yourself or cultivate this attitude that does not complain. You don't complain. Hallelujah. Praise God. Nearly everyone I know complains about something at one point or the other. Even getting here this evening, there's a heavy traffic in town in Ikeja, and I was looking at the time because I'd already been informed, yes, sometime before now, that I was going to share the word, and I was looking, I was like, oh, what kind of traffic is this? Whether it is about conditions or about the weather or about people, about what someone said or what someone did or how someone behaved, you know, or when someone arrived or almost everybody complains. Some of you have complained today. Yes. You know, you're, you're not in the church mood. You're listening. Mm, okay. Okay. Never complains. It's true. It's true. I love the word of God. I love it so much. One of the most shocking places I've ever read in my, in my life was when the prophet Nathan came to, the king, to King David and described to David what David just did. David took a man's wife, a very faithful soldier called Uriah. You know the story. And the woman got pregnant. David called the man back from, because there was a war going on. Go and sleep with your wife so that it will look as if the man said no. I cannot go home and be enjoying myself when the army of the Lord is fighting. That was how faithful that man was. 
David said, you know what? Okay, you want violence? No problem. Gave the guy a letter to go back to war so that he would die in battle. The man died in battle. David got up, washed his face and said, ha, took the man's wife as his own wife. That was a very terrible thing. After he had forgotten about it, the prophet came to him, Nathan, and said there was a man, a very wealthy man. He had lots of sheep, maybe thousands of them. And by his compound, there was a poor man that had just one sheep. So precious to him, like a member of the family. Then this wealthy man had a visitor come. And he left the abundance of the sheep that he had and took that one man's lamb to prepare for his friend that came. David jumped up from his throne and said, what? Say it in Yoruba. He was shocked. He wasn't pretending. He said, that man must die. But the prophet had just described to him what he had just done. Not with sheep, with human beings. Nathan said, thou art the man. One of the things that shocks me about the word of God is that it confronts you in I'm telling you that if you study God's word, if you sit down with your Bible and you're reading it, and two things have never happened to you. Number one, you've never been reading your Bible before and you got up. All of a sudden, you saw something. You got up and you began to run around the room like a Christian. Hey! Hallelujah! This newspaper you're reading, oh, not, not good news. The word of God will transform. You know, pastors have been talking to, to us about pictures. That's what happens. The psalmist said, I rejoice at your word as one that findeth great spoil. You see that verse we read in Romans chapter 4? You see, the, I said shout righteousness, shout peace, shout joy. But the key, the key phrase in that sense is at the end of the verse. But we'll get there. It says, in the Holy Ghost in the Holy Ghost. Secret about reading the Bible is that when it's time to read the Bible, you know there's a difference between a recorded program, a YouTube video you're watching, and a live program. You're watching a message. Pastor is preaching. And you're watching the message on YouTube. You can't call. You can't, or a show, you can't call and say, please I have a question for the man that is preaching. The message has been recorded. But in a live meeting, and they say, call this number, you can actually call. Please, can you explain? When you open your Bible, you're not reading a recorded thing that Isaiah wrote. The Bible says that the word of God is living. You are in a live program. Hallelujah. It says it is active. And it is sharper than any double-edged sword. The thing does surgery on the inside of you. It reconfigures your configuration. You can literally sit down with the word of God, pour, and get up rich. You saw it. And that's how you began to run up and down. But you've got to do it in the Holy Ghost. So that's a secret. When you want to read your Bible in the, in the morning or in the evening or whatever, when you open it, you say, Father, I'm about to get into this life program. Speak to me. You will discover that what was letter is now spirit. The second thing that must happen to you if you're a, 
if you're a child of God and you have the word of God, I hope I get to this thing about complaining. Is that if you've never found yourself weeping before, you, re- you are reading, it's not that you were watching Telemundo. I say, oh, Alejandro, that's not what I'm talking about. Some people are laughing because you know, that thing touched me. And it's all, um, it's all acting. The Bible says, deep call it unto deep. And you start weeping. I'm not even talking about weeping out of sadness. I'm talking about joy like a river. Sometimes joy comes out in tears. It's too much for you. You, you go on your face and you begin to, you are trying to pray. You are laughing, you are crying. You don't know which one is, is happening. I've seen some ladies when they propose to them. They are crying, they are laughing. Okay, you know that one. God can propose something to you from his word. Hey! What, what did the gentleman do? The gentleman went on one knee. Jesus died for you. Oh, grab a heart. Bible says he was in the belly of the ground for three days and he got up. He, he, he went on one knee and then he rose up on the third day. And, and sorry, and he got up and he said, Will you my Jesus rose up the third day and said, Come with me. I'm going to my father and to your father. To your to my God and to your God. You see, when you read it like a newspaper, just be like, okay, and say, every year is just Good Friday and Easter Sunday. Who shall roll away the stone? But the day you say, Holy Spirit, I'm about to go into your word. Open my eyes that I may see. It's the same stone they've been rolling away in all the times you've read the scriptures. But this time as you, you read it, your brother called you last, last week and said that he's been trying to do something. The Holy Ghost will connect it. You see the stone being rolled away as you're reading it, but you can see something being rolled away in your family. You, you get up from where you are, you go on your knees and you begin to weep like never before because you can't say, well, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, my very soul shall shout hallelujah. Praise God for sin. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. See, this week, as we roll into Mercy Conference, begin to desire those experiences. If you've not been reading your Bible, go back to it. Because what I'm sharing with you this evening is a revelation. Everything you hear in this house is a revelation. Malakando lobro hatelebas, Ibrehaya galea. So if you find yourself complaining at the ATM, oh, what is that guy doing there? What's your problem? At the bank, when the internet connection is not working, when your credit finishes, you, this is something that you loaded yourself. They told you it, it expires at the end of one week or one month. You are doing something, so what, kind of, what kind of network is this one? You loaded it yourself. You are complaining. say all kinds of things. I won't take that. She's too slow, I beg. This country is finished. What kind of rubbish 
boss is this one it's common it's common if you check back in your day you check back in your week check back this month in this year i said it, new year resolution this year in fact Allah pastor said fullness of joy i got to work very early this morning i was the only doctor on the floor working it was supposed to be four or that some a number like that i was the only one and they came to tell me that we're going to be bombarding you because you're the only one and there were lots, lots of patients i was feeling cool i'm the one running things when within one hour i had seen what i would, I would not I should not see in three hours i said come where are the other doctors now <laughs> what's going on here please and that one came in he went to get some some something you went to get something done like, i think a covid shot or something i said call there call the number start calling them what do you mean what do you mean <laughs> and uh, and i heard it in me i said and you want to go and talk to them in this one about the fact that uh, a christian does not complain Jesus wept, but he never complained. Never. Let me tell you, there's something I've learned personally from my, from, from my pastor. There's something he says. That they have, see, one dangerous thing in quotes about pastor is that pastor talks about deep things very casually. And if you are not sensitive, you think he's gisting with you. He's gisting. But that gist is the gist of life when he's talking about marriage and he's talking about couples and he's talking about how a man should have compassion on his wife don't struggle with that about everything she says one you say two she's talking you're talking when you keep quiet a, a woman is talking and shouting and you keep quiet the Bible calls it the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit. First Peter chapter 3, verse 4. It is not a sign of weakness, and it's not for women only. It's a sign of strength. When someone says you are crazy, someone insults you, and you are boiling inside because the old man is cruci was crucified, but sometimes you come out of the ghost and say, Ah, I still did. So you are boiling inside. That's the time to start singing. All those songs. I'm, 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 I'm walking in power. I'm walk that's the time to sing it. I know who. Oh, that's the time to sing it. I will give you a piece of my mind. What are you walking in? Pastor will say that, you know, women go through a lot. They have to change their name. They have to change their, they have to do this. They have to do that. They're the ones that will get pregnant, carry the child to term and so on and so forth. So the woman is just, she's just misbehaving. Just, just, you know, just, you, you calm down. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean you're foolish. It actually means you are strong. That's why that verse says, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. What's righteousness? Righteousness is a life that is following God. Haya. Elebakrato no the Bible says Daniel was in Babylon with his three friends and everybody was just doing stuff, eating and drinking. But Daniel proposed in his heart, I will, I will not defy myself. Righteousness is a life that follows God. Peace is, a, is, the, is, the, is, the, is the condition of a person that is putting on the majesty of God. Peace means that nothing can offend you. Nothing. You wake up to go to work and your clothes are not ironed. And as you wake up, they take the light. 
I just have got joy like a river. And you are whistling, that is peace. It's the, it's, the, it's the gateway to joy. If you don't have peace, you can't be joyful. Because things will happen to upset your joy. In fact, the first way the devil steals your joy is to steal your peace. Ah, yeah. They frequently, they frequently um, symbolize peace as a white dove or as a dove. That's why Noah sends that bird out of the ark to go around. That symbolized, symbolizes peace. Nothing can grow out of the earth again until that bird does not come back. It's when the word of peace comes to you, hallelujah, and you receive it in the midst of tribulation. You see, your prayer is that, Lord, get me out of this storm. God's desire is to teach you how to walk on the water in the midst of the storm. In trouble, and in that's why Jesus Christ said, he, Look at what he said. He said, In this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. You cannot have cheer, cheerfulness, gladness. If in the midst of tribulation, you cannot say, Nothing, not, nothing do me, I'm fine. And it is the Holy Ghost, the, at, the Holy Ghost is the atmosphere for righteousness. He's the atmosphere for peace. And it's the atmosphere for joy. When Jesus says that if someone slaps, you know, if you must, if, if, even if you must read the Bible, you need the Holy Ghost. When he says if someone slaps you, turn the other cheek. We don't do that in my family. You. Do you understand? I'm speaking like a Nigerian now. What do you know they carry last? That's, that's what people say. They, oh God. You need, you need to see Christians display outside. Sometimes I'm even shocked. On social media, Twitter, you just post something simple and the way Christians respond. I tweeted something some days ago and you know when you check them, you just check this guy is 20 something, you know, young, young people. And he's a Christian because the beginning of his response will be a Christian response. Like I've read in my Bible, but I hate people I hate people that always talk like God. What you said is baseless and, and, and useless. Please, please use your, use your brain. I've never seen this in my Bible before. I'm like, ah. <laughs> Honestly, a few days ago, I had to put my phone down and say, Lord, thank you. Because on Judgment Day, people are going to be saying things like, I was crucified upside down. I was I was sown asunder into two. My children were burnt in the fire, and I did not deny you. May I not say I was provoked on Twitter, and I did not I did not respond. The, Lord, this this cannot be a trial. This cannot be a trial. When it says if someone slaps you on one cheek, don't turn the other cheek. This this cannot be what you're talking about. Have you have you gotten hot slap before? It is the Holy Ghost. It is fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Pastor called it settled fellowship with God. You begin to know the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. If I wire 4 billion naira, I did not say euros, I did not say that. If I wire 4 billion naira to your account now, bam, you see it. And as you are going home, someone should bash your car. You will come and say, joy like a river, joy. You will, you will not fight them. You will be like, ah, this your car is not so nice. No wonder. That's why you are driving somewhere. Take this one. 
You can walk home with that 4 billion naira. You walk, do you know what 4 billion naira is? If I tell you right now that uh, your scholarship in Harvard has been fully paid, I just paid it. Call them, they'll, they'll send you a mail. Just fully paid for the course you are studying now in one corner university. You can drop out of that course and say, guys, when you discover the riches in the Holy Ghost, that's when someone can slap you and you'll be like, bless you, bless you. A sister in the church was asking me a question a few days a few days ago and saying that what did Jesus Christ mean when he said you know uh, whoever sins you forgive are forgiven gospel of John chapter 20 or so and whoever sins you withhold he says he came and breathed upon them and said receive ye the Holy Ghost whoever sins you forgive are forgiven and whoever still sins you withhold are withheld. He says, is this for every believer? I said, yes, I know. <laughs> hey, it's, not, it's not for those people that say, thunder. A little thing happened to you. Thunder, fire, your generation. No, no, no. That, that can't be for you. You will just, <laughs> just say, I withhold all the sins of all the politicians in Nigeria. I, 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 I don't forgive you. All of you must go to hell. It's for those who can be stoned like Stephen and say, Lord, don't hold it to their charge. I'm, you know, you see, if when you read that place, you might think that, I, Stephen, Stephen, ah, Stephen is, is a real Christian, no. But I tell you the truth. If you see heaven open and the Son of God standing to receive you, you will forgive all your enemies. If you see God, I grab a shadelebra, Rejoin had these experiences where he went, he had these revelations. He said that when he came back to realization on the, on the face of the earth, everything was beautiful. Everything. Flowers were like 400 times more colorful. We grumble because we've not been humbled. <laughs> in the Holy Ghost. Someone say righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Let me begin to round up with this story about this wonderful man of God in the 19th century called Dwight Moody. Dwight L. Moody. D.L. Moody. How many of us know D.L. Moody? D.L. Moody was preaching. He was preaching. He was a very energetic young man. This was around in the 1870s. If you go read history, American history, in 1871, there was a very great fire called the Great Chicago Fire. Lord, don't let me embarrass my... Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. I said it right, right? <laughs> yeah, that's just on a lighter note. All right? Very great fire. It, it, it destroyed almost one third of that place. 100,000 people were homeless. 300 people died. It was a devastating, many churches were, were, were burnt. Now, before that fire, Tiamudi was a very energetic young man. But everything he was doing in his own in his own power. When you are doing things in your own power, you will complain. The Bible says when Jesus went to the house of Lazarus, Martha was serving. 
Mary sat at the feet of Jesus, settled fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Before long, Martha began to complain, Lord, I'm the only one walking now. But tell my sister to come and help me now. That once you are, once you find yourself grumbling, you have not, you have not been with the Spirit of the Lord. You've not, you've not spent, you've not been spending time, you're not soaked. Lebra hatalabaya. That's why you're complaining, you're grumbling. When you are soaked with the Holy Ghost, when they press you like this, virtue will flow out. Yes. There was a time like that I was, I was in fellowshiping with God. And I was in public transport. And they were making noise. Where I was going to was still far. I just came down. See, what was going on in me at that point in time cannot be interrupted by mundane things or by distance. I came down and started walking. Before I walked far, the guy came and said, I'm sorry, sir, please. People that were just fighting two minutes ago, please, can you enter and give me the front seat? Have you ever left the office before and gone into the toilet? Not because you wanted to ease yourself, but because you wanted to ease yourself. <laughs> Did you get that? There was something flowing on the inside of you. Madelebosha. You see, when that happens, God is working something on the inside of you. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro. So he will come to church, D.L. Moody, and there will be these two women in church. They will sit at the front and they'll be praying throughout, praying throughout. So after service, one day, went to meet them and say, why, why, why are you always praying throughout the service? During praise, they'll be praying in tongues. And they said, man of God, we are praying for you. He said, ah, no, 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 no. Don't pray for me. Pray for the people. Pray for the unsaved. He said, no, we are praying for you. He said, okay, he left them. But they kept doing it. So one day he said, what are you praying for me for? He said, that you might receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He said, what is that? So they said, can you pray with us? Because the way they said it, he wanted it. Joy in the Holy Ghost. Halaba. He prayed so intensely with them. When he finished praying, nothing happened. Pastor said that when you are fasting, sometimes as if nothing is going on. The Bible says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. He says, those that sow precious seed, nothing happened. One day he was in New York, walking on the street of New York, and the power of God fell on the street. It was so much that he ran to his friend's house in New York and said, Lord, I need a quiet room. He fell on the floor and he was praying. He had so much joy. He said, Lord, please, can you turn this off? I'm about to die with joy. Shortly after that, that fire broke out. Everybody was devastated. Moody said to his child, he said, go and call your mommy. Go and call your mommy. We have never seen a fire this great before. He was excited. We've never seen a fire this great before. We've never seen a fire. Come, let us see before it dies. Let, let, Let us see before it dies out. His, his church was burning. His house, it was only a, a picture that he was able to save from his house and one toy stove for his children. But he was excited. When you have the Holy Ghost, when there's a casting down, you will say there's a lifting up. Because the lifter up, the lifter, the lifter is on the inside of you. Complain. When we talk about believers cursing people, we are going too far. You know, some years ago, I posted on Facebook that you know, don't you don't insult, you don't insult your leaders in the country. You don't say that president is mad. You know, believers don't talk like that. You can speak the truth. I don't like what this man is doing. I will never vote for this man. But you don't start cursing. And Christians were arguing. Didn't Jesus cause the fig tree? Ah, Nigeria, the fig tree. 
I have been I have been hustling in this Lagos and I've not seen any fruit on you to eat. No man shall eat of you henceforth. I'm going to Canada. You finish your victory experience. The guy took his family, crossed the river in Chicago and went to the other side and he began to preach and thousands were coming to the Lord. Men were getting filled. They were enter into a room and people have been praying in tongues for three hours. I thought, what happened in this room? He said, dear Moody was just here. He was encouraging people. He was telling them, don't worry, we can build your house again. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. Another, another, another example of, of, of what the Holy Ghost can do. So he went to London. He went to London and he just went to wanted to go and rest and relax because he was tired after this fire experience. And when they heard that D.L. Moody was in London, they invited him to come and people say he didn't want to preach. He didn't, he didn't want to preach. Oh, I don't, I don't want to preach. I don't want to preach. But they had to preach. The service in the morning, it was a morning session and an evening session, like, like, like a conference. There was morning and there was evening session. The session was so slow. He was so, you know, and it was like, ah, God. I told you, but there was no, nothing was moving. Everybody was looking at, like, look at when the session ended in the morning, he was so happy. He was like, okay, let me go and rest. Now, there was a woman in London who had been praying. She had heard of D.L. Moody in America. She had been praying that, Lord, send this man to London. But she was an invalid. She was, she was bedfast. She could not leave her house. But her sister was in that meeting. So her sister went home. As I said, sister, guess, who's, guess who came to speak to us today? Sister, guess, guess, guess. All the English ministers said no. Said it was Moody. She said, What? If I knew that Moody was coming to America, I wouldn't have eaten breakfast this morning. You know what? I don't want to eat lunch. Can you leave me alone? Just leave me alone. Go for your meeting. You know, I can't follow you. You know, just go for your meeting. All afternoon, that lady on the bed, she began to pray. She didn't go for the meeting. The sister went. But she found out from her sister what happened in the What happened in the meeting? Dear Moody was to speak in the evening again. He came in the evening. And he could feel the atmosphere was different. When he said, I want to make an altar call. Give your life to Jesus. 400 to 500 people stood up. He said, no, you don't understand what I'm saying. I mean, do you want to be saved? They said, yes, they came out. Because one woman prayed. Look at the two stories. The first one, two women were praying. The second one, one woman was praying and they were praying, Lord, fill this man with the Holy Ghost. When the Bible says one shall chase a thousand, two shall chase ten thousand. When the Bible says that if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. It's talking about the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost is in you and on you, three things will happen in your life. What's the first one? What's the second one? What's the third one? I'm going to round off with this thought. Ordinary Christians rejoice when they get an alert. They rejoice when they get a new job. When something good happens in their life. Every other time they complain. But when you've drunk deep into the word and into the spirit begin to rejoice at strange news. The doctor says you have an incurable condition. Hey! <laughs> doctor, sorry. Sorry, okay. I should come back next week. Yes, sir. Can I go now? Hey! Because you know God is getting ready to get some glory out of that thing. <laughs> 
you get home, you're not saying, ah, they say Pastor Ebele is a doctor, maybe I should call him. That's not the first thing. You're like, I'm acknowledging you for who you are and all you've done in my life, oh Lord. I'm acknowledging you for who you are. Dance, Dance, Jesus will stand up to where he's sitting. I say, Father, let go. Someone shout righteousness. I said shout it. Say righteousness. Peace. Joy. In the Holy Ghost. I'm not a grumbler. I'm not a complainer. I'm not a murmurer. I am a carrier. And a courier. Of fullness. Of joy. Can you stand up and demonstrate that this evening? In the Holy Ghost. In the Holy Ghost. Lift up your hands and bless God. Say thank you, thank you, Jesus. For the Holy Ghost. Can you do a dance, 360 dance this evening? I say thank you. For all things are working together for my good. Yes. I've got joy like a river. In Jesus' name. Were you blessed? Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just the after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.